to Oh My Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Janine Romo, a.k.a. The Wild Explorer, and I am here with our producer, Martha espinoza Win. Hi, everyone. Hey, Janine. Hey! Where you at, girl? Oh, you know, just kicking it. <laughs> just kicking it. Just um, kicking it. We... Brian has a baby, so we're good. Uh-huh. What about you? Kicking it? Um, yeah, kicking it, kicking it. Does Brian to have your baby too? I have my, I have my food. No, I don't even have a food baby. I have to figure out what I'm doing for dinner because I'm not going to cook. I don't even think there's anything in my fridge to cook today. I've been so good while I've been in Barcelona about like cooking my own stuff, but not right, yeah, now. Not right now, not right now. I cooked lunch today and you know, I That's think it. I deserve to yeah i'm either gonna go downstairs and get something from across the way or order delivery because i deserve it it's saturday (laughs) sounds good to me i'm not cooking today good for you (laughs) okay (laughs) well what is today's episode about what are we doing what are we talking about So today we're talking about summertime destinations, but this time we're talking about summertime destinations in the USA. Yay! USA! 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 Okay. Well, so it'll be similar to last week's, except all the destinations will be in the USA and Janine again will do for the fun and single and ready to mingle people. And I'll be doing it for us family, family people um, with kids and stuff. Maybe dogs, maybe the whole family is going on vacation. Kids and stuff. Yeah. Kids and, stuff. Kids and toys and pets. Oh, oh my. my. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, so uh, I went first last time. You go first. Okay, I will kick us off. So um, the first family destination for your summer trip will be on the West Coast, a.k.a. the best coast. Yeah, um, yeah and it'll be in the beautiful and sunny San Diego, um, which translates with exactly to whales vagina. (laughs) Hold on, you're gonna tell me I can't. I was, um, so yes, so beautiful, sunny San Diego, and there's a lot of things for you know us parents to do with our kids and to keep them entertained because if they're not, they are monsters. Dun dun dun. So the first place to go is Legoland who doesn't like Legoland I would even like Legoland so that is one of the fun places to go to in San Diego the second is the San Diego Zoo and Safari which is awesome it's so big you can spend you know two days there exploring new things each day So that covers, so you got one day in Legoland and you got two days in the, at the San Diego Zoo and Safari. Um, And then the next day you can go to the beaches and catch some sun and some waves. There's always 
great food in San Diego. They have very good Mexican food. They have good American food. There's just good food there. You, if you want it, you can find it. Um, and also have a very chill day at Old Town San, San Diego, um, which has a – we've been there. There's a lot of little fun activities. You know, it's a typical type of like an old town where um, you do like candle making or you see the old architecture. You get a little bit of a history tour. Um, there's this haunted house, um, which is fun. If you are into that, um, and yeah, there's a there's a little parks that you can go to and picnic uh, with your with your kids and your family. So it's a very easygoing type of time, um, unless you go to the Legoland and Safari, which we know that that's a lot of walking and it gets really warm, and you just need to be prepared for those long days. But it's all worth it. All worth it for your little kiddos. All worth it. Um, I love it. Awesome. Beautiful. And I didn't look, but I'm sure there's an aquarium in there. I'm like positive. They have some oh. sort of like sea thing because it's by the beach. Sea World. <laughs> yes, Sea World, if you Although are into I that. I think Sea World's getting a bad name. Well, yeah, they had that Blackfish documentary, but I think they're trying to clean up. I think they're trying they're they're trying to revamp, you know, they're saying that they don't want to, they won't be taking in any more, um, of the bigger whales, the, the, what are they? They're, they're killer whales, right? The orca. Yeah. I was like, like free Willy. <laughs> yes. Um, so I guess they won't be bringing in any more. Um, so that's a good start, but yeah, I mean, people, a lot of people have problems, myself included with such large, animals that are supposed to be roaming free um i mean the ocean is enormous and to think that such a big creature is only living in a pool now i mean it's kind of a bummer it's a real big bummer but they are changing that they aren't bringing any more you know whales in and like i said that's a start there's they're donating to other wildlife causes which is you know a good start um, so maybe I wouldn't go, but I do not take umber with anyone who chooses to go and to have a good time there. Got it. Got it. Okay. I like it. San Diego. Yes. And it's also close enough where you can drive to the border if you want to check that out and, or drive to LA if you want to check that out as well. So if you want that to be part of your West coast vacation, by all means, it's drivable. Okay, your turn. My turn. So um, I am going to start off with, so, so my, my theme, I don't know why I have like this theme, but um, it's kind of like, like national parks or like nature type places. They're not all national parks. Uh, my first one is Crater Lake in Oregon. It's like Southern Oregon. Um, I haven't been, um, I did want to go when I went to, uh, Oregon, uh, this winter, but, um, Crater Lake is, gets a lot of snow and, um, sometimes they get so much snow that there's a certain part, um, 
in the winter, there, there's only a certain part of it that's open. Um, and so if you're visiting during the winter, you want to look online and make sure that that part is even open. So when I was there, it wasn't going to be a good time to go. There was a lot of snow that came in, so it wasn't open at all. Um, but in the summertime, they open. Yeah, it's open. It's beautiful. You could walk around. You could do a lot more because, yeah, in the wintertime, you pretty much just have, like, that viewpoint. You could go snowshoeing, and that's about it. Um, if it's open, but, um, in the beautiful summertime, it's just, it's, it's lovely. It is, it's what it is. It's a crater lake. Um, it's one of Oregon's, um, I think they call it like one of their seven wonders, (laughs) the seven wonders of Oregon. Um, there's a lot of beautiful things to see and do in Oregon. And, um, I definitely would want to visit Southern Oregon and uh, see Crater Lake because it's just, it looks so beautiful. Like if you Google it, guys, you're going to want to go. I mean, unless you don't like nature, but it is like screensaver worthy. It's, it's a really beautiful place. And another place I wanted to go to is the Painted Hills. They are, it's like this hilly area and they're just like colorful hills. I don't know how colorful they are in in real life because um, I'm sure a lot of the photos online are probably a, a bit photoshopped or like you know they add in the saturation so that it looks like more more colorful than what it is. But um, yeah, they're these like really cool painted hills. Um, not painted it's just like the the dirt is like different colors and it has like this kind of um effect uh so I don't know how colorful they are in real life but it is another one of uh Oregon's seven wonders um I actually just googled it and yeah it's one of their seven wonders they they have some beautiful things to see so I think that would be a beautiful uh, place to visit. I would definitely say, like, make it kind of a a road trip type thing where you go to Crater Lake, you go to the Painted Hills, you stop in, like, you know, different places and really, you know, see all the beauty that Oregon has to offer because it's, it's a nature lover's dream there I I would say um there's lots of pretty things to to do and see um when I was there just like you know I would stop like in a it wasn't a national park I guess it was like a national forest or a, a state park type area but I just like pulled over to the side and there was like already like this hiking trail that like I don't know. Everything was just like super green and beautiful. And uh, there's just like a lot of that there. I feel like you're just kind of driving around. Like if you're not near the city and you're just kind of driving, you just pull over anywhere and see a bunch of, you know, really cool, awesome places um, that are all just like, you know, beautiful, beautiful nature. Southern Oregon has definitely been on my list. Um, another spot in Southern Oregon that is, um, kind of close to 
uh, Crater Lake is Diamond Lake. It's a really beautiful lake. You can go kayaking there. Um, there are the Umqua Hot Springs. Um, that's a little bit further up, and that is in the Umqua uh, National Forest. I went there in in the winter time, and I mean it was perfect because. It was winter and you want to be in, in the hot springs um, in the winter, but the national forest itself is, is really beautiful. So it's a really, um, you know, cool thing to visit. And um, yeah, there's also the Oregon coast. Uh, you could start from, you know, the Southern, uh, like the border of California and go up along the Oregon coast. Um depending on like where you're coming in and out of like I don't know if you Portland's you know the main the the biggest airport there so it's probably going to be the cheapest but you could even fly into Bend or Eugene which is um more south so that would be an easier place to fly into but the Oregon coast is definitely worth seeing and um one of my favorite stops along the oregon coast and it's like really really south um what is it called it is the samuel h boardman uh state park and it's really super pretty um definitely recommend stopping there yeah you're just you're on the coast beautiful coastline the water looks amazing, uh, just very, very scenic, very, very peaceful. And uh, yeah, I know I've talked a lot about Portland in the past, but Southern Oregon is definitely um, definitely worth, worth looking into more. Um, I definitely would love to go back and, and Crater Lake and the Painted Hills are definitely on my list. And I hope they might be on your list. And if you've been, let us know because I, I want to know what the Painted Hills are really like in real life. Hmm, that's really nice. I'm glad you started with the Best Coast as well. Appreciate that. Yeah, we have to. Always. Okay, so the next summer family vacation um, is on the East Coast and it is Bar Harbor in Maine. And I feel like, I mean, if you're traveling from overseas, obviously it'll be like a longer trip and you want to scout out more locations around the area. But if you're within the United States, um, it's an easier trip. So you don't have to, I guess, make the most, try to find, you know, other cities to go to. So I thought um, Bar Harbor was really nice uh, because when I was looking at places to vacation with family, um, I came across uh, Echo Lake and Acadia National Park, and they are both in Bar Harbor, so I looked up other things to do there, and um, it just seemed really nice. It's very open, a lot of nature, so like I said, there's a beautiful lake called Echo Lake where people can go swimming and go fishing, things like that, and a Acadia National Park. I keep wanting to say Arcadia, um, but it's not. Um, Acadia National Park. And again, um, go hiking, go camping, things like that. Just explore with your family. 
And um, also there's beaches around. So you can also do that. And I thought that was really nice. So like a nice, quaint, outdoor type of family vacation on the East Coast. Because you don't want to, I feel like it's different weather on the East Coast during summer, probably a lot more humid. Um, So if you're in areas where it's a lot of trees, it it's a lot cooler. Um, so the national park was nice and you can go hiking. Like I said, hiking, camping, you know, outdoor barbecuing, things like that. I love it. Um, my East coast location. I like it. Um, now, and I want to say Arcadia too. Um, (laughs) Acadia? Yeah. <laughs> now. Um, yeah, that that park has been on my mind for, for a while. Yeah, it's, so you can go there and you can also hit up Echo Lake and the beaches nearby. I think there's also um, like a lighthouse, so cool things like that that you can check out as a family. All right. Well, I am going to go back over to the West Coast again. And take you to the beautiful Catalina Island. Um, so, ooh, for the, for the Catalina those, wine mixer. Yes, yes. If you want to go to the Catalina wine mixer, you got to go to Catalina Island. So, um, there are there's actually a few different uh, islands off the coast of California, and there's Catalina Island. I went there couple now a few years ago I don't know how long ago I went there um, like 10 and, years ago almost so I think it went as like a kid or like a baby I don't know but this was like my first adult time going so I went I went by myself I went solo and I wanted to go hiking and camping so I was like all right I'm gonna hop on this ferry so what's cool about Catalina Island is you could go for free on your birthday. I didn't go on my birthday, but that's something that you could do um, because I feel like the ferry is kind of expensive for like being such a short ferry. Um, so, you know, if you want to go on your birthday, like it's kind of nice. You could go with like, you know, a friend or like a significant other and, um, they're not free, but, you know, you can work something out. Um, it's a really nice place to go to. So Catalina Island is made up of um, Avalon, which is, like, the main, like, city. That is where most of the ferries come in and out of. Um, and then there's two harbors, which is just, a, like, not very touristy at all. Um, there's a lot less like houses there. Um, there's just like a lot less going on there. Uh, but that was where I decided to go, um, camping. So there's a bunch of different campsites and you could actually hike like all of Catalina Island if you wanted to. It would require like a few days at least. Um, you could, you could hike the entire Catalina Catalina Island, there's just like a bunch of different um, hiking trails, and then you stop at all these different um, campsites, and um, it's, I don't know, Catalina Island is, 
it's weird because it's like it's California, but it's an island. It's just very different than than you know the rest of California to me. You have bison there, just oh, like yes. roaming around, which is like what? Like where did these animals come from? And apparently there was some. Uh, they filmed something there. They brought in bison, and then it was cheaper decided, to leave them. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I don't know how they could do that. Um, Back in the day, there was no rules. It was the wild, wild west. <laughs> it was the wild, wild west, and I guess they were just like, "All right, whatever." So yeah, um, you go to restaurants, and there's bison burgers and stuff like that. Which I mean, okay, I mean we have regular burgers and we could see cows in other places but it's just kind of weird right you're like oh that's the bice okay um but yeah uh Catalina Island um has really good weather like it's very comparable to I would say more like San Diego because San Diego I think is a bit sunnier than than Los Angeles um the weather's great uh, you're on an island, so you're just like, you know, you have the coast, you have the beach, you have, um, you know, th- there's all these that, these hiking trails. And it's called the Trans-Catalina Trail, the TCT. Um, you would hike all of that. You have, it's it's very, like, hilly. So um, it just, it's very adventurous. It's very raw. There's a lot of, like, undeveloped areas the campsite that I stayed at was like a seven mile trek in. Um, so it was like very secluded. It was on the beach. Uh, it was the first time I went camping completely solo. And I was terrified because I just kept hearing the, the waves come, you know, the waves crashing against the shore. And I'm like, what if the wave, like, what if it just like comes up and like grabs me? It like, can I just like float away in my tent? And I was like, no, they wouldn't like have, have my actual, like, uh, you know, the place where I would put my tent, like so close to the water. But, um, it was a wonderful experience. It definitely like, cool place to go with like, um, a couple friends or a significant other. Um, I really loved the, uh, outdoors aspect of it. I enjoyed like the camping experience, even though I was, I was a bit scared. But that was, like, the first time that I was, like, out on my own camping. And, I mean, camping, you just, like, hear all kinds of things. And then, you you know, think all types of things. If you're like me, who just, like, jumps to conclusions and, you know. I try to be rational when I'm around people. But when I'm by myself, I just, like, freak myself out. I just, like, think of, like, crazy stuff. Because I I just love to torture myself. It's very easy to get into your own head. (laughs) Especially when you're alone. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I was like, yeah. But um, beautiful place uh, where I was. Like the stars were just like out. And it was so beautiful. um, So incredibly peaceful. Um, I think there were only like seven campsites where, where I was, um, that's probably either the smallest campsite 
of, of all the campsites in Catalina Island. Um, of course, if camping isn't your thing, there are tons of hotels in Avalon and the main city. Um, lots of cool things to do. Uh, there's, it's just really pretty there. Um, I don't know. I, me, because I'm just like more like the nature and stuff like that. Um, I really enjoyed that there. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a ton of different things to do. Um, definitely do your research on where you want to stay. Like if you want to go into Avalon, just make sure you are taking the ferry into Avalon. There's also a ferry that goes into two harbors, but that ferry doesn't depart from all of the, so I think it's San Pedro, um, Long Beach. Long Beach There's, doesn't. Mm-hmm. Long Beach. Um, I want to say even like Newport. Yeah, what Newport? Newport is where the I OC. think I got mine. Yeah, and the OC. Um, yeah. So you could you could get to Catalina from you know a, a few different places. Um, in in LA California, County. yeah, Orange County and and um los angeles county um but you want to make sure like if you're going to go to into avalon only uh, or all of them go into avalon not all of them go into twin harbors and then it also varies uh depending on season but summer i think you know every they're operating the most the most ferries out of there And yeah, you just do your research on where exactly you want to go into, like if you do want it, if if you wanted to do the Trans Catalina Trail where you're like trekking like the whole thing, you're going to be either going, you're going to be going into like either Avalon or um, Twin Harbors or, and leaving the, the other one. So you just want to make sure you do your research on that and book everything accordingly because I didn't, and I went into Avalon, but I should have gone into Twin Harbors, and I had to end up taking a shuttle, which I think I bought, like, the last ticket on, um, and it was not a cheap shuttle to take me all the way across to Twin Harbors. Uh, But, yeah, you know, lesson learned, you just, you know... I, I was deciding to do this all on my own. And of course, all the planning has to be all on your own. So yeah, I just didn't look into it that much. But um, tons of tons of fun things to do. And yeah, it's they have, fun. yeah, they have little boat tours. And I know they have like little submarine tour type things where you go underwater and you can see all the fish and go fishing, things like that. So it is, it is a really fun, um, it is a really fun trip where you don't normally, where you wouldn't normally, I guess, go. Like you wouldn't think of going to Catalina Island, like right off, right off the top of your head. Yeah. I mean, cause I guess like for people, it's like, oh, okay, well you don't think of taking a boat out to, you know, you're like, okay, transport like you either fly places or or drive like taking a boat out like I don't know I guess it doesn't really occur to a lot of people but yeah definitely definitely a cool cool place to go um depending on 
where you're going from, um, coming from, it's about like an hour ish, uh, uh, boat ride, ferry ride. So yeah, super easy. Or you could take a small, um, plane or helicopter if you, if you're rolling like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can, it'll be expensive, but you can totally do that. Yeah. Okay, so my next family-friendly location is on the southeast of the U.S. in Orlando, Florida. Um, Orlando. Yeah, so I have avoided Florida for all of my life um, because it's just hot. It's, like, hot there and humid, and I have very curly hair and I just don't think it would go over well there um but when looking for places um for families it was coming up a lot so I checked it out and it does sound like a lot of fun for a family um there is a lot of theme parks like so many theme parks they have Disney World they have Universal which are like the main ones and if your kid likes Disney, which most of them do because it's everywhere and all around us. Disney just controls the world, to be honest. Um, So there's Disney World, um, there's Universal, which is also fun. And then there are other smaller things, um, but big things. Um, So they have Gatorland, which is really cool. We can go out and see the alligators and tour the alligator museums and have some alligator dinner and just be alligatored out. And then when we're done with alligator land, we can go to the Crayola experience where it's just this big, just experience for Crayola. So you can like make colors, you can name colors, you can color there. There's just all the things to do with Crayola is there. So definitely a nice activity for younger kids to probably like early middle school, maybe like ninth, like not ninth grade, I'm sorry, like sixth grade, maybe seventh grade. I think at eighth grade, you're going to get some pushback on Crayola. Um <laughs> But even as an adult, I think it would be fun to, like, go and check it out and see how um, they make the colors and, like, the difference between the colors. And I feel like there would just be a wall of all the colors. And you could see, like, just the little differences there are between the blues and the greens and the yellows. And just, I, you know, colors are beautiful. So I, that would be a lot of fun as well. They have Sea Life aquarium which is a big aquarium that just has all the fish um so that would be fun for kids you can look at sea life that you don't know of yet or um just some that you do know of that you haven't seen in real life or you know traumatize your kids a little bit and say like oh we eat that or like oh I made you dinner with that one or like let's let's have that one next later on tonight so that's fun for me (laughs) you're the best mom I am and there's beaches all over Florida um so that's something you can just do for 
like free, but like not free, you know, because there's always preparation to go to the beach. Um, but yeah, they, they have a lot of different food there. Um, and I just think it would be a nice, a nice spot for a, for a summer vacation. So yeah, if you just type in Orlando and theme parks, so many come up, so many. So there's definitely, you can always do something and keep the kids and the family entertained. Very nice. Very good suggestion. Yes. Just beware those curly hair folks like me. (laughs) Um, I went in November and it was so humid there. I don't remember what my hair was like, but I'm sure it was a mess. It's like a frizzy, froey, just big. It's like untamable. Yeah. Not fun. Yeah. But it is fun for the kids. And yes, they're going to appreciate it. Yeah. So um, I thought that that would be a nice family trip vacation spot. Orlando. Very nice. All right, I am going to kick it over to the middle of America, kind of middle top, middle top, I don't mm-hmm. know, um, to uh, Wyoming. I'm just trying to think if they're both. It's, it's like a national park road trip type thing um, that I am proposing. Um, Wyoming and Montana? I don't okay. know. Um, but to visit Yellowstone National Park, which is um, America's oldest and biggest national park. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yes, it is. Um, okay, I think it's the biggest. It's for sure the first national park, though. Um, it's it's one of the most popular national parks. I think it's maybe the second most popular national park, if not the first. Um, You know, obviously there's a lot of traffic that goes in that park. Um, And summertime, there's probably gonna be a bit more, but beautiful park. The wildlife there is amazing. It was so cool, like driving and seeing bear cubs and seeing um elk and I don't even know what else I saw but I saw a lot of different animals just like driving um in into the park uh such an amazing experience there's like a bunch of different like hot springs and geysers um if you google Yellowstone National Park I feel like you're you um it's old faithful is is that geyser that kind of like famous ish there or there's that like um the the prismatic that really colorful um is it a hot spring or geyser it looks like an eye it just like so many different colors there so like the nature there is incredible but um yeah uh old faithful I'm, I'm jumping all over the place right now because I'm really excited. Um, <laughs> uh, Old Faithful is uh, a cone geyser and it like spurts out, like it erupts every, um, 
every 45 to 125 minutes. So there's, there's people who like wait around for it. Um, I think they have like a, their own like Twitter for it that like will say it's um, like when they think it's going to erupt next and they'll give like timelines and stuff like that. Um, there's also like a hotline that you could call. Although I got like almost no reception in the parks. I don't even know how people kind of figure this out, but there's a bunch of um, there's like the gift shops excuse me, the gift shops and, uh, there's a, like a restaurant nearby. So it's like, just ask anyone who works there if they know the information for that day and they'll let you know, um, you know, the next, when the next, uh, eruption is, uh, anticipated because obviously you can't predict it perfectly, but it's, it's pretty cool to see. There's a bunch of people waiting around there for, for this thing to erupt. And um, it's just like this like smoky stuff that like comes out of the top. And, and it's it's really cool to watch. You're like, wow, that's that's nature right there. Um, so that's like one of like the main attractions there. I think like the main main attraction um, is the Grand Prism Prismatic Spring. So it's, it's a hot spring. Um, more than likely, if you Google Yellowstone National Park, this is going to come up. Like, it's going to be like a drone shot of this spring with, like, these beautiful, bright colors. Um, so you're able to walk on these, uh, I don't know what you call it. They're like, it's like a boardwalk. And you're walking over the hot spring. Like, if you trip and fall in this thing, like, you could die. <laughs> or you know, like, for sure get, like, crazy burns. Um, so it's a little weird walking like that close to, to a hot spring. Um, but I mean, they're pretty wide, just like, don't be stupid and don't like, you know, be trying to take a selfie and like be too close to the edge because bad things could happen. Um, and especially since there are a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of activity, uh, you just want to be super, super careful. Um, that is that's probably like the main attraction there so i would say go in the morning to avoid the crowds um just a really pretty place to go um and the there's like these hot springs all over the the national park um it's a really huge park so like really like you know take your time and you know kind of plan out what you want to do each day you could easily do like the whole park in probably about like two maybe three days if you really want to like take your time um really like take it in I think I was there only like one full day uh but it just a really cool national park um from there I would also suggest because it is so close um going to um going to Grand Teton National Park. Um, I think it was like, cause we came out of like one end of the park and then drove for probably like 45 minutes an hour and then ended up at Grand Teton. Okay. Um, very beautiful park. Like the mountains there are just so like screensaver worthy. They're just so beautiful, the lakes there. You could go um, kayaking or canoeing in the lake. 
Um, that's what we did. We went in the springtime, so it was a bit cold, but we, for some reason, decided to be crazy and, like, jump in the crazy cold water. Um, obviously, in the summertime, it's going to be a little bit warmer. The weather will be a bit better, so I think this is a great time to go for the summertime just because you'll, you'll have the weather on your side. Um, also, during the summer, um, a lot of, like, the camping camping sites that are, um, like, just outside of the parks are, are open. Like, we stayed at this um, – we actually went, we went glamping. And um, just outside of West Yellowstone or in West Yellowstone um, at a place called Under Canvas. And it was just such a beautiful experience. Uh, I, I absolutely loved it. Um, it was nice and warm because we had like a wood burning, uh, wood burning heater inside of our, our tent. So it was really nice. Um, I think it's just like a really cool little road trip that you could go on for like three, four days, you know, either do like a really long weekend, um, or kind of stretch it out. There's so much to do in these parks. Uh, just like really like take in the nature, um, you know, see the wildlife, uh, do hikes, you know, pack your, you know, a lunch for, for the day. Um, but also because these parks have wildlife, you have to be careful when you are packing the food because, um, or you have to have like a bear container or make sure you're putting your food away properly. Um, that's something to consider with all these like wildlife type places. Uh, yeah. But- you can never be too safe with the animals. Yeah, with- when you have bears on your side. Um, it's crazy the amount of wildlife I saw. I was just like, okay, there's a bear that could like kill me. And there's like 50 photographers with lenses that are worth like more than, you know, my life. Just like right there, like trying to get this like photograph of it. Um, it's, it's just bizarre being in a place where, uh, you could be that close to nature, (laughs) like that close to like wild, wild animals. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's a really beautiful place. And um, I think it makes for a fun trip. I went with a few of my friends. Um, We had a great time. We went to, we, you know, drove around a bit. Um, in Wyoming, we ended up, uh, going to eat at a place called Snake River Brewery. Um, I think it was in, uh, Jackson. Yeah. Jackson, Wyoming. Uh, so it was a cool, fun place to go to have a couple beers, have some burgers and then carry on with our, with our road trip. Um, so yeah, Wyoming ish area, um, Yellowstone National Park, like, stretches across, like, it's mostly in Wyoming, and then also, like, some parts are, like, or some of it's in Montana. It's it's a crazy big national park, so. Um, so, yeah, that, that is my, my uh, second, third, third suggestion. 
<laughs> no, um, yeah, uh, Yosemite is definitely somewhere where a lot of people want to go. Uh, my dad included. He is very oh, excited. Sorry. Oh, yeah. So what did I say? Gladstone? You said Yosemite. And now I'm like, did I say Yosemite at some point? Oh, you're right. I was like, did I say Gladstone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere where my dad's always wanted to go. And we would want to take him one day because he see, he watches all those wildlife shows too. He's like, that's so cool. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So my last um, summer family suggestion location is Denver, Colorado. So Denver is a very easy city. Um, it's super chill. Um, I've been there with you and my sister. Um, and I really enjoyed it. So I definitely think it would be a nice place to go as a family. And there's a lot of things for kids to do. There's the Denver Children's Museum so that the kids can learn and play and do all that. Um, I like it when things are geared towards children because it would just be like a normal museum. But when you throw kids, so then you when you take your kids, you feel like they're going to break something or really mess things up. But when it's the Children's Museum, you know that they kind of have free range to do most things and that nobody's going to side eye them when they cry or you know, break something eventually. So um, the Denver Children's Museum, the Denver Botanical Gardens, that was really beautiful. Um, The Trout Van Ranch Trout Pond, um, it has trout. (laughs) And you can go fishing and it's it's less than an hour away from Denver. It's in um, Essex Park. Uh, So that might be a fun little like getaway. There's uh, the Butterfly Pavilion and Insect Center, uh, which is also pretty close to Denver. There's the Denver Zoo, the Downtown Aquarium in Denver, the Denver Art Museum, and Rocky Mountain National Park, which are all things that you can do as a family and that kids would have a lot of fun seeing and participating in, especially um, to get their minds kind of I guess to open their minds up a little bit with the um, the insect center um, and see the butterflies and things like that. And with the aquarium and the zoo, all kids love animals and, you know, it's something fun for them to do. And it's nice uh, to have them occupied so that you aren't always their entertainment. Very cool. So I like that. That was my Lots last family suggestion. Huh? a lot of different places than like what we did when we were there yeah no we really just chilled just watched Super Bowl things like that ate mostly um yeah a little bit different than a whiskey tour but botanical gardens sounds very nice so I would enjoy that I love it beautiful suggestion thank you, um, thank you. okay my last one is um you've actually mentioned this just now Now? (laughs) not now now um yosemite so yosemite and sequoia national park um because i think you could easily do like you could combine the two um i mean they're not like super close to each other but they're not super far from each other either Mm -hmm. um and they think they're about like two-ish, three-ish hours apart. Um, But, I mean, 
you're doing these national parks, you're in a car already, because that's just how you have to do the national parks. Um, so, you know, why not just, you know, combine a couple and, and, and see a bunch of different stuff. Uh, Yosemite is another one of like the most popular national parks in the US and um, a very beautiful national park. I went there for the first time in my life uh, this past year, sometime this year, something like that. I don't even remember now. Uh, such a beautiful national park, beautiful waterfalls, beautiful valleys, just everything there is just so beautiful. Um, everything just like looks like like any photo that you've seen of Yosemite you go there and you're like wow this is even better than the photo because even the photos are amazing but um yeah I I absolutely loved it it was a bit cold when I went and I think summertime would be a really beautiful time to see it um also there a lot of I guess most of the trails are, yeah, would be open. There were a couple that were closed off when I went, um, I guess due to weather, but um, I'm not entirely sure. So I think summertime is, is a beautiful time to see it. Um, you know, take advantage of, of those hikes that you could do. Uh, I really wanted to do the Mist Trail hike and that was, that was closed. I believe it was because of weather, but I'm not entirely sure. Like, I think it was still considered like winter when I went, even though I don't know. I, I don't remember when I went actually, but um, yeah. So some of the trails are seasonal. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a pretty big national park too. So you want to take your time and kind of plan out like what you want to see if you want to do it in an entire day um we did it in a day and I really feel like we should have like stretched it out to two days um to really see more and you know just really enjoy it more um you got to do more hikes if you you know do a couple different days um you could stay just outside of the park um there's camping spots inside of the park um, you'll want to go onto the uh, Yosemite website and, um, you know, look at where you want to camp if you do want to camp inside of the park. Uh, I believe you could reserve some of the places and then there's um, some campsites where it's like first come first serve. So you want to get there like really early in the morning to um, wait for a spot to open up. Um, that's what I kind of like. Uh, with the first come first serve it's it's a little like oh shoot like there's a a possibility that we're not going to get a camping spot um so when it comes to that like just i would say summertime just always have a backup because obviously there's more people coming in during the summertime so you want to um just kind of have a place in mind where you're actually gonna sleep. If you really want to camp there, just get there super early if it's a first come first serve. If not, go with like a reserved spot. And um, I know those are a bit hard to get. So um, 
it's going to take a bit of planning, but it's all worth it because it's, it's such a amazing, amazing place. Um, and then there's a Sequoia national park, um, which isn't too far. Um, it's another beautiful national park in California and, um, maybe not as popular as Yosemite, uh, but definitely a popular park, like amongst Californians, they feel like, um, a lot of people have been to that park and it's kind of, it's known for it's huge, uh, redwood trees. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a really, um, I actually, I haven't been to Sequoia and I've been wanting to go for the longest time. And every time I'm like supposed to go there or thinking about going there, like something, it's always like something weather related or something like that happens. I think I was planning on going like sometime in the winter and it was just like really bad timing where there was like a snowstorm or something, some sort of snow, something that was like blocking, um, you know, the, some of the main roads to go into the park. So there's always that when, when you're um, trying to plan like a winter, a winter trip. So Summertime, wonderful time because the the roadways are nice and open. There shouldn't be anything blocking your way. Yeah, nope. It's very good weather. I have tried to go to some national parks in not the summertime and um, storms happen. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it could always happen, right? Yeah, but it's less likely. So, yeah, and uh, a national park trip during the summertime is kind of like an American <laughs> staple, right? Yeah, it's, it's a good old American pastime. <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, national park trips in the summer are like holiday uh like during like a long holiday, like a three day weekend or something like that. It's always like a, like a good excuse to do it. Yes. And it's perfect time. Yeah. Well, those were our recs for the U S of a U S of a, the good old U S of a, I hope you guys are a bit inspired and, and maybe have, um, want to do, want to do a trip soon. Yes, me too. Um, and we'd love to see pictures, so please tag us. And everyone, enjoy your summer. Thanks, guys. Okay. We'll see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye.